I moved to Chicago late last summer, not really knowing too much about the city. I walked around with my friend Alex, and she would fill me in on the details of our neighborhood. One thing she pointed out was this sign on a building not far from the intersection of Milwaukee and Belmont in Avondale. The sign read, Apteca Milwaukee, Pharmacia se habla espanol. The sign had Polish, Apteca, and Spanish, Pharmacia, but no English. I grew up in New Jersey with lots of ethnicities living in close proximity. I'm familiar with Polish businesses and Hispanic businesses, but they always seemed really separate to me. Poles go to this bakery, Latinos go to that one. The sign seemed to say a lot about the neighborhood, but left me with questions. Is the sign a relic of an immigrant majority here, or is it still read every day by its native speakers? Was the business it hung above truly a haven for both communities, or was the sign a hopeful marketing ploy? And if it is a place Poles and Latinos frequent, is there any other crossover in the neighborhood? I needed to talk to the person that put the sign up. I set out to do just that. Testing, testing. Woohoo! Hello, can you hear me? Yep. All right. That's Alex. She was raised on the north side by two first-generation Polish Americans. She speaks Spanish and Polish and was the perfect guide for me. We're going to the ap- apteca, so maybe. Apteca. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh... I'm assuming, I think you know things about like the Polish and Latino communities in the Northwest side. Yeah. Um, Talk about that and maybe the interfaces between those communities, like where they've... They love to get married. Really? Because they're both Catholic. You know Pope John Paul is in that window. The Polish Pope. So one of the most important figures in Polish culture is the one time ever there was a Polish Pope. Uh, Jan Paweł II, John Paul II, and every time I walk by this window... You know something Polish is going on here. Because you've got a big old Pope waving at Chicago. <laughs> I walk down the street and I hear Polish and Spanish all day long still. People tell me that all the Poles are gone, but I know there's some of them are still here. We arrived at the pharmacy and stood under the sign. I took in the colorful lettering, Apteca Pharmacia, while Alex described the window display. Another thing you need to know about both Poles and Latinos in the city and I'm just speaking for the Chicago populations because you'll see these all over. You get these storefronts that are like, don't go to your regular doctor. Go get your like natural supplements, your natural medicines. And you see those in Spanish and you see those in Polish. I have multiple family members who've died because instead of going to an actual doctor, they got like, they were like, I'm going to treat myself with herbs. It's, okay, so every single sign on here was Polish. We went in. So basically, you've got a sign and stickers that says Apteca, and you can see that it used to say pharmacy in these faded letters, but it doesn't anymore, which is really fun. Like a plastic pane with a little hole in it for them to talk to you, and then once you get behind, you get those same like natural um, like remedies, but you've also got your run-of-the-mill gas relief. I mean, they have a big bar of deodorant back there, right? So you've got your, like, regular Walgreens stuff. But when you plug in pharmacy into Google Maps, this doesn't come up. Polish people love taking care of their feet. It's got, like, six kinds of, like, sul do stup, which means foot salt. I love this. Discover the power of the precious oils. 
Alex asked the older women behind the counter about the sign outside. Okay, it's not their sign. Oh. It was like the previous owner and they left it up. Did the last owner, I'm guessing they were Polish who put the sign up, did they see Latinos and wanted to tap into that market? That's did, a really good question. And yeah. Were Latinos receptive? These women don't know. Was Polskie pochodzenia? A matki. A matki. Oh, okay. Tylko, ale mówi po polsku? Mówi. The doctor speaks Spanish and Polish, and they suggested that we come back when the doctor is here. Okay. Cool. Cool. Okay. Dziękuję, dziękuję. <laughs> that was sick. That's super interesting. We need to talk to this. Wait, should we take a picture of his hours? Yeah. I returned to the building a few days later to talk to the doctor, John Zaborowski. The office was lit by a few fluorescent bulbs, and Dr. John moved at a calm, slow pace. I cut straight to the point. Do you know, so, who, so what's the name of the, the guy who put the sign up before me? Oh, he was a pharmacist. He just died recently. Of, uh, I can ask the front desk. Thanks. Okay. Yeah, it was Melvin Siegel. Melvin Siegel? Yeah, that was the guy. Yeah. Uh, I made a house call on his mother at one time in Skokie. (laughs) She had the plastic covers on the furniture and the stuff, you know. I learned that Melvin Siegel grew up in the Jewish community in Skokie and was a professional magician while not at his day job as a pharmacist. Melvin probably didn't speak Spanish or Polish, but he put up a sign high above Milwaukee with those two languages and without his native English. I think Melvin did his own kind of magic trick with the sign. He made the invisible visible for all to see. This neighborhood is Polish and Hispanic. This neighborhood is a new place for me now. It contains pieces of my home, New Jersey, configured in a new way. This piece was produced by me, Cameron Costanzo, as part of the Fall 2022 Vocalo Storytelling Workshop. You heard from Alexandra Sober, as well as Dr. John Zaborowski. Thanks to Ari and Ariana, the coordinators of the storytelling. Thanks to Ari and Ariana, the coordinators of the workshop, as well as all my other classmates. You are all essential to the creative process behind this piece.